1: Those experiences have been so important.
0: This time, Lizzie is on the other side of the mic talking about and performing songs from their brand new album, Half Seas. Basic Folks' 250th episode with Lizzie No is streaming now on the Bluegrass Situation Podcast Network. Join us there or wherever you get podcasts.
1: From BGS, you're listening to The Shift List, where chefs talk about the music that fills their kitchens, restaurants, and recipes. I'm Chris Jacobs. Support for The Shift List comes from Nomad. The Santa Barbara, California-based tech accessory company specializes in leather and ruggedly engineered mobile accessories. Check out their line of phone cases lined with leather from the Horween Tannery in Chicago. The color of the leather ages with use and gets more beautiful over time, so even if your iPhone doesn't last, your phone case will. Head to HelloNomad.com slash BGS and use code BGS at checkout to receive 15% off any full-priced items through the end of January. And when you use the BGS code, you'll be entered to win a $200 Nomad gift card, good for anything on the site, including their indestructible chargers. HelloNomad.com slash BGS, 15% discount code BGS at checkout. Jose Salazar is a chef and restaurateur based in Cincinnati, Ohio. Originally based in Queens, he got his start in restaurants around New York, most notably working with Chef Thomas Keller at Per Se, and as the executive sous-chef at Bouchon Bakery when it first opened in 2006. In 2008, he and his wife Anne moved to Cincinnati after receiving an irresistible offer to be the executive chef of the historic Cincinnatian Hotel and Palace Restaurant, and in December of 2013, they opened Salazar together in Cincinnati's Over the Rhine neighborhood. And in August of 2015, Jose and Ann opened Mita's, their second restaurant together, which has earned Jose nominations for Best Chef Great Lakes from the James Beard Foundation in 2016 and 2017 consecutively. Jose and I had a chance to talk in the corner of a press tent during a rainy Saturday morning in Louisville, Kentucky, at this year's Bourbon & Beyond Festival back in September.
2: My name is Jose Salazar, and I am from Cincinnati. own two restaurants, Salazar and Mita's. Both located downtown. Yeah.
1: How yeah. long have you been there?
2: I've been there 10 years almost to the date. Yeah, October 10th, 2008, I, uh, I moved from New York to Cincinnati. I grew up in New York in Queens. Salazar is really small, about 42 total seats, bar, dining room, everything. You know, very seasonally driven food, um, great cocktails, small bistro kind of vibe, you know. And then the other restaurants, Does. And it's uh, about 130 seats all in, okay. so substantially bigger. And that one's Spanish-Latin American tapas. So loudish music, salsa, merengue, bachata, Chito Puentes. Shakira, you know, so we mix a little bit of the old a little bit of the new. Joey Arroyo is one of those guys that like you know I've always admired his music and it's really fun and lively music I mean we might play some some ballads or something at the beginning of the night when it's a little bit chill but mid-service it's you know it's something with a like a really good strong beat definitely salsa or merengue is, is being played in the middle of service day could start anywhere from, you know, as early as 9 a.m. and maybe even earlier than that if, say, I have to let an electrician in to do some work, you know, assuming I, I can't like fix it myself because big part of being a, a restaurateur and a chef is, you know, being the plumber and the electrician and the babysitter and the HR department and all those things. But I, I, a real typical day is more around 10 or 11, come in, taking all the deliveries and it's surprising how long that can take and how physical that can be. It's like, man, after a couple hours of taking in deliveries, you're sometimes like, all right, I'm kind of I'm spent already. And, but then you got to start prepping the food. So I do a lot of the butchery, breaking down whole fish, portioning all the, the proteins. And then the rest of the crew starts coming in,
1: usually about 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. So when you're in the beginning of the day and you're cutting you know you're breaking down a fish. Yeah. What do you like to have on? When I you're like prepping? old school
2: hip hop. You know, I grew up like I said in New York in the 80s and 90s, so I'm an Eric B and Rakim kind of guy. Paid in full. I ain't no joke. You know, stuff like that. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Now I slam it when I'm done and make sure. When Run D.M.C., song, Beastie Boys, but you know, the older I get and the more I, I listen to that, and the the young kids, they don't want to listen to it, so they kind of give me a hard time about it. So I'll, I'll usually defer to them once they get in, but the first couple hours, it's. It's me, you know, kind of playing whatever the hell I want. And the one thing I won't allow is is trap music in my kitchen. Other than that, I let them kind of pretty much dictate whatever they want. And, I, and it's, you know, I know I sound like a crotchety old man, but it's that music for me. Just I just I can't listen to it, man. It's just because I'm substantially older than a lot of these kids that work for me. Like, you know, they're in their 20s, and I, I get that. You know, maybe. They look at me like I'm just crazy when I tell them that I don't like what they're listening to, but you know,
1: whatever. So when they come in, yep. When they come in and and it's no longer just you, what what's a good what's a good mix? Mix. To, yeah. What, what um, do you kind of feel like is a good meeting in the middle?
2: So especially on a busy night or like when you're you're prepping for a busy night, you know some some real hardcore metal. Some Metallica, you know, that that'll get me amped. That'll get everybody amped. Everyone's like, all right, you know, we're gonna move a little bit faster right now because this is playing. You can't help but like be like, okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna move faster and, and you it works, man, you get shit done. It's like before you know it, you're like, Alright, we're cool, we're done. drink coffee and, So yeah. at the
1: end of the night, yeah. They yeah. say the night's over. Everyone's gone. Uh-huh. What are you guys having on to kind of just end the evening? Anything in particular? Probably
2: um, the front of the house, meaning the servers, the waiters, they're the ones who usually pick that music. And at the, end of the night. at the end of the night. And it's usually a lot more alternative rock or our manager likes to play a lot of TLC. We keep saying, like, have they caught that waterfall yet? Because... Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls is the first song that comes on every time at the end of the night.
1: Kind of like a trigger.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, all the guests are gone. It's T.L.T. on. But you know, I love it. Again, it's it's kind of from my era, and I, I can get down with it. Yeah, but it's it's usually like, at the beginning of the day, it's the chefs and the cooks who dictate what's being played, and at the end of the night, the, the bartenders and the servers are the ones...
1: So, were there any musical ambitions prior to being a cook, or are you are you uh, musical at all? Outside? No,
2: and I wish I was. I've I've always my a lot of people in my family are. My mother's an amazing singer, and she was a, a semi professional. I mean, she always held a day job, but she would sing um, and travel around the world singing. So, you know, she made some money doing it. So, I guess she was professional. What kind of music did she sing? Tango. Yeah, she sang tango music. Um, so, my family's from Colombia, and there's a uh, while Argentina is probably Argentina and Uruguay are probably the two countries that are most, I guess, recognized for tango music, um, in Colombia there's also a, a long history of tango music and, and Gardel who is, you know, probably one of the most famous tango musicians died in Colombia but it, somehow Colombians have embraced him and, and the fact that he was there when he passed. So I grew up with a very musical family but it the, the gene just skipped me and but a lot of chefs, a lot of a lot of cooks are really good musicians and I think there's something to do with the dexterity. Like you have to be able to manage ten or twelve saute pans at a time and know that there's three things in the oven and there's another thing that's about to, you know, come out of the oven and so having that like ability to manage all those things at once probably is why some of uh, some cooks are really good musicians. You said specifically drummers. Drummers, I think yeah, percussionists because you know, again, like think about it, you're, you're using all your, your limbs and you're able to sort of synchronize all those things at once. And in some ways that's kind of what a cook is, you know, you kick the oven door with the back of your foot, you reach up this way to grab something out of the broiler, behind your back you're kind of grabbing for your side towel, And and that to me reminds me a lot of what a percussionist does. But again, I don't know firsthand because I was never able to master the drums. I tried. I really wanted to be a drummer. You know, we, uh, you know, end up hanging out with musicians a lot after work just because we're out at the same time. So if you go, you're both awake, you know, it's 1 a.m. You're pretty much just wrapping up your night from from a work standpoint. You're like, all right, what are we going to do? And. Not, you know, honestly, nine out of ten times, there's really not much else to do but to go out and grab a beer. And even if you don't drink, but, you know, you find yourself in a bar or some, you know, a, a restaurant if they're still open at that time. And and that's where everyone's going. That's where the musicians are going. That's where anybody who's up late at night is, usually ends up. So, you know, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, I think, commonalities with the lifestyle the lifestyle yeah yeah and and for for good and for bad too i mean sometimes getting out at 1 a.m can can lead to some pretty destructive behavior and we all know that and then there's also just you know there's a certain personality that gravitates towards working in kitchens or towards being musicians and and and
1: so yeah there's there's definitely some similarities between us Thanks to Chef Jose Salazar. You can check out SalazarCincinnati.com for reservations and more. You can also head over to com for a link to his shift list, including all the music you heard on this episode and more. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places that you get podcasts The Shift List is produced by me Chris Jacobs based on an article by the same name created by Nevin Martell originally published over at BGS.com Our executive producer is Amy Reitenauer with help as always from the entire BGS team including associate editor Justin Hiltner managing editor Craig Shelburne marketing guru Joseph Klingel and all the amazing writers and contributors that make BGS the best source for roots culture redefined Theme music by Jamie Drake check her out at jamiedrakemusic.com The Shift List is a part of the BGS Podcast Network. Be sure to check out BGS's ever-growing collection of podcasts up right now at thebluegrasssituation.com. I'm Chris Jacobs. Thanks for listening.